Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. This is our Week 10 preview episode. I am your host, Bryant the Shining Corrigan, joined, as always, by Andrew Cujo Dobius and Brendan Itpika. Oh, hey, got I'm it. glad I got it. I got it. Uh, that's because you are it. <laughs> I know it. Ooh. I got this I, one. All right, Andrew, I know this down. is your thing. Yeah. So let's hear it. Yeah, it's Stephen King novels. Stephen King novels. Boom. You nailed it. That God, is I love the, the, shining. the theme for this week. Quick shout out to Dr. I almost said Dr. Sleep. Uh, yeah, I almost yep. said Dr. Who, and that was wrong. <laughs> Dr. Yeah, Sleep. Wrong. Not Thank a sponsorship, you. but Not coming a sponsorship. out soon. Happily, nope. though, we would, we would have taken that on. We'll take any. Take any sponsorship. <laughs> Literally anything. Any sponsorship. Welcome to the Week 10 preview episode. We are going to break down all the games for this upcoming weekend, starting Mm -hmm. out with the New York Giants taking on the New York Jets. Yeah. battle for the Big Apple. Uh, It's not much of a battle. Yeah, no, it it should be a steamrolling. You know, it's a bizarre situation where the Giants are the heavy favorites, at least in my opinion. No, I agree with you there. It's really bizarre that the Giants are a good team. Yeah, and do you guys, I, I, oh, sorry. oh, lay down us, Brendan. What's up? What's up? Uh, do you guys think that the uh, the black cat will uh, make an appearance? Oh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. It's, he, it's a apparently rusher. hasn't been found. He apparently <laughs> hasn't been found in the MetLife Stadium. That's hopefully, so they killed him. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh. Oh. I was gonna say, hopefully, he found his way into the concessions and he's eating happily, just chillaxing until next next Sunday. So. Yeah, let's let's, let's hope. hope. Let's hope. So. He's Presser. he's bulking up for Sunday. That's, that's what he's doing. <laughs> Carbo he's ready. He um, needs to sub in for Sam Darnold if Darnold keeps seeing ghosts. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good chance of that happening. Yeah. Uh, so back to actual football. Yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> with the Giants, Sterling Shepard's doubtful with concussion. Mm-hmm. It does seem like to be a very serious injury. It's not. However. Good. Another downgrade was Evan Ingram. He is out with a foot injury. Yep. So Daniel Jones is left with Slayton and Golden Tate once again. Yeah. Um, so with these you know, receiving options being taken out of the lineup, how much does it upgrade Tate and Slayton for you? Uh, I got Tate as a wide receiver three, uh, Slayton as a desperation flex. Do you have high hopes for either of them in this game? In this game? Yeah, I, I think Golden Tate's going to have a pretty solid game. I don't expect anything that big because, I, like you said, I think the Giants are going to just steamroll. But I think he's going to get some solid numbers. Yeah, no, I think Golden Tate will be a solid wide yeah. receiver three play in PPR for sure. Uh, but I think Slayton's Slayton could be, he could be, I think, a sneaky play, especially in DFS. Um, you know, I think he really has shown that chemistry. He's getting the opportunity. And I think, mm-hmm. fortunately, nobody else really takes him seriously. So they're really going to cover Golden Tate. And I think Slayton could get some opportunities. Yeah. So if you're in bye week hell and you need a just a dart throw, mm-hmm. he's right up there with Devontae Parker, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I like Devontae Parker a little bit more. But, um, yeah, he's he's pretty much on that same level. Yeah. Um, you know, Saquon's a stud. You're starting him, no questions. Uh, do you have Daniel Jones as a sleeper this week, you know, I was kind of going down that road, but then with these injuries, I, there's other people you can stream. Yeah. There's other people you can stream, but I I think Daniel Jones is going to, going to be pretty solid this week. And the jet, the jets defense, uh, their rushing defense is really good. They're like the sixth best, but their passing defense is terrible. So I can see, uh, I can see them passing the ball a lot. 
in this game. Yeah, no, both of these defenses are awful. Uh, The Giants passing defense is ranked 25th, and the Jets defense is ranked 24th. That is not good whatsoever. Uh, Well, good for fantasy football. We'll say it that way. Uh Uh, Over to the Jets side of the ball. It's gross again. You know, Mm. this is a team I really wanted to like. Sam Darnold looks like a shell of his former self. The opposite of swagger. I'm pretty sure he's going to get traded to the Browns because that's just how how he's looking. Um, He is playing like a Brown. Yeah, I would have been excited a couple of weeks ago for Sam for Sam Darnold, Robbie Anderson and Jamison Crowder taking on this giant squad. But not so much. You know, I think the the player I have the highest hopes for is Le'Veon Bell. Uh, But even that's somewhat limited. I think his upside Mm. is really capped in this offense. Absolutely. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell to me is really the only must start player to where I can see you can question playing Crowder and Anderson. Yeah. And Le'Veon is a high end RB two, low end RB one, pretty much only because of necessity this week. It's a good matchup and there's a lot of good players on by. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's, he's thrust up there because you know, he's getting a guaranteed workload. Exactly. Uh, Robbie Anderson. I'm not, I'm not messing with him. He just hasn't made the, he hasn't gotten the opportunities and he's not making the most out of the opportunities he does get. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have him off my radar. Um, he is, you know, fine hail Mary, but he's that boomer bust player. It looks more like bust than boom at this point. I agree with you there. I, I rank Crowder a little higher than, than Anderson just cause Crowder gets the ball a little bit more. Yeah. I was shocked last week with how involved Crowder was. Mm-hmm. Um, he really, Darnold really did seem to favor Crowder and we already knew that's kind of how he trended in the first place, but Crowder was so heavily targeted last yeah. week. Um, I, I can see a world where I have Crowder as a high end RB three or wide, wide receiver, receiver three. Yeah. Uh, just because if they're going to need to need to put up points, it's going to be bell and Crowder. I mean, yeah. those are their, their two weapons right now with Robbie Anderson doing Anderson things. Yep. Uh, Chris Herndon is expected to play this week, but I, it's hands off for me until I see it. Yeah, and even if exactly. he's on the field, I don't know if he's going to have value in this offense. You got to see what he does first. Cause he's been. I mean, he hasn't played yet, so you just got to wait and see how involved he is. Um, I, I mean, he could be great, but it's it's all about Darnold. You know, if Darnold can actually perform to his ability, then that boosts the entire offense. But with Darnold performing like this, I just don't like Herndon's odds at all. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, in the Battle of New York, yeah, I think I'm taking the Giants. Taking the Giants on this one. They Giants, they actually like they it. put up a fight last week, pretty respectable. So, I you know I like him. No, I really like Daniel Jones. Um, yeah. he, I think just I just feel like he's a human embodiment of Vineyard Vines. I dig it. Give me the Giants. Right. It's so weird. Like you know, right after the draft, I thought you know Dwayne Haskins was the better quarterback, but wow, Ugh. we were way wrong. Or at least uh, I was. You yeah, yeah, shut up. I was, I was way wrong. You. Uh. uh Next up, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the New Orleans Saints. This is a early contender for maybe favorite game of the week. It could uh, be. S- starting with the Falcons, you know Matt Ryan's questionable with an ankle injury. I do expect him to play. Uh, and if he doesn't play, obviously that's a downgrade for all, all of his receiving options. Yeah. However, if he plays, you know, the Saints have, you know, they have a history of showing up one week and then disappearing the next week. Yep. So in a divisional battle in a rivalry game. I really like the Falcons this week. Julio Jones should be spectacular. Even with, I'm, I'm, 
assuming Marcus Lattimore will shower him with attention. Yeah. But I'm pretty confident Julio wins that matchup. Yeah. So he might not have the huge 30-point game, but 15 15 to 25 fantasy football points, I don't think is outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Uh, that's if Matt Ryan plays, because the Falcons' passing offense is insane. They're first in the league. Um, they're averaging 317 passing yards per game. Saints' defense is giving up on average 232 passing yards per game, so we should see something kind of in between those two numbers there. Um, yeah, the only thing to worry about is, is Lattimore covering Julio, but I think Lattimore has a, I think uh, receivers who's being covered by Lattimore has like a 53% catch rate, which is pretty insane. Lattimore's pretty good, but yeah, I think Julio can get the better of him. I like Julio, I like Ridley this week, and I like Hooper, obviously. Yeah, no, I really, really like Hooper this week. Uh, he's shockingly been very productive this season, yeah. but I expect him to be on the higher end of what he's capable of this week. Me too. Um, I like him more than Calvin Ridley this week, if that's any indication of how I feel about him. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Ridley should be fine. I'm not expecting anything down for Ridley, but I think Hooper is where, I think that matchup is where you know Matt Ryan's going to be able to exploit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Freeman, you're playing him because you have yeah, to. You yeah. don't barely like it. So He's he has not been productive. He does not look good. He looks washed up, frankly. Yeah. So unfortunately, once again, you, you're probably stuck with him. Uh, and you know, in a week where there's a lot of good teams on by, I think unfortunately, you just throw him in there, close you your eyes, you. and hope for the best. You got to. Yep. Uh, over to the Saints side of the ball. Welcome back, Drew Brees. His second game back from his injury. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara is practicing in full. He yep. should be good to go. Uh, you're starting him with confidence. Same thing with Michael Thomas. I think a big question people have is Latavius Murray. Ooh. How involved will he be? Is he a start? Is he a flex? Is he someone you bench? Uh he performed fantastically in Kamara's absence. Yeah. And I honestly think he earned a little bit more of a workload. So I think you might get more of a, a split than you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Kamara's spectacular. Uh, and he can do a lot with few touches. He's just that kind of explosive athlete. But, you know, I can realistically see a world where it's 60 40 split. Kamara's a back end RB1. And. You know, I can see where Murray would be a high end flex. I agree. In a good matchup. Yeah, especially with Kamara coming off an injury. You know, they don't want to push him too hard, even though he is practicing in full. I can see this as a as a even better Gordon Eckler situation here, where yeah, splitting time and Kamara is going to be just a little bit better. But both of them putting in work. So, for example, I know somebody pointing at me who has both Murray and Kamara because I did the smart thing and handcuffed. Yeah. Uh, would you contemplate using both of them this week? I would. I would. And this, this is by week 10. So a lot of teams on by what teams are on by break it down. Oh boy. That's a good question. In sync. Bye, bye, bye. There Brendan, it look it up. All right. Uh, I would do Latavius Murray though. This week I put him as a, just right in the middle in a flex position. I wouldn't yeah, go any. I, th- I wouldn't expect too much from him, but I think, like you said, it's going to be a split workload. Yeah, I think he's a a mid range flex. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to incorporate Kamara in the passing game, obviously, but I think I think Murray has a real chance. This Falcons defense is atrocious, and it's going to be a barn burner. You know, this is our yeah. barn burner of the week, and there's going to be a lot of points scored. This is going to be this week's version of the Seahawks versus Bucks. 
Ooh, I expect yeah. it just to rain fantasy points from the sky. Exactly. I I think this is one of those situations where you basically got to start all the fantasy relevant players. Obviously, yep. Michael Thomas, Latavius Murray, Alvin Kamara. But yeah, anyone involved except Jared Cook. <laughs> I guess he's not fantasy relevant. So no, I would. Um, if you're in a pinch, I would start Jared Cook. I think he has a chance to be yeah. relevant. If there's any a, game, it's going to be this. Yeah, one, yeah, so. truly. Um, these I, two teams. Yeah. Give me the Saints. I got the Saints as well. I got the Week Ten teams that are on bye. Uh, we got six teams this week. So it's the Broncos, Texans, Jaguars, Patriots, Eagles, and Redskins. So there's, you know, the running backs that are out are Philip Lindsay, you know, Carlos Hyde. Um, Leonard Fournette, just Sony Michelle, like all these running backs are on by this week. So I think Latavius Murray is a could be a decent option for you. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, moving on, we have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Starting with the Chiefs, Mahomes is questionable uh, with his knee injury, but he is expected to play. Yeah, I think that would obviously be a welcome boost practice, to this entire team. I think. I think he was in full practice today, which is Thursday. So it's looking it's looking like he's going to play, actually. Yeah, no, that's fantastic yeah. for fantasy football. Uh, I'm curious to see how he comes back. You know, this season he's been a, a pretty big bust. Uh, he's been good in real life sense, but in fantasy football he's not doing nearly what he did last yeah. year. Uh, and then you add the injury on top of that. So if you spent big on Mahomes – Another good reason to, one, not draft quarterback early. Yep. And two, Madden curse is real and alive. It's Gotta real. respect it. Yeah, it's like Antonio Brown. Yeah, I, it's it's undefeated, my friend. Oh, um, yeah, Tyreek Hill locked and loaded. Yeah. Damien Williams versus LaShawn McCoy. Last week was a, a pretty big breakout game for Damian Williams. Yeah. He, he broke out in a big way, and he dominated the backfield. I think LaShawn McCoy... You know, unfortunately, the combination of the fumbles and looking a little bit slower uh, did him in. So I think this is Damian Williams' backfield. McCoy will be more involved than you would hope for. Yeah. But I think it's looking more, more 65-35 uh, in favor of Damian Williams. Good math there, uh, yeah. And, and I honestly think he could be – start him out as a flex – and if things go right, he could be at end of season RB two. Yeah, I agree with you. Like you said last week, it's a changing of the guard. So I think we're going to see more Damian Williams, a little less the Sean McCoy. Hopefully, then this should be the game for Damian Williams to secure that spot as that uh, top running back. And and that's a risky play. I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, if you're one of those people that want to wait a week mm-hmm. uh, and just really confirm it to yourself. I can't blame you. However, it's fantasy football. You got to risk it for the biscuit. This is a, this is a fine matchup. And especially with Mahomes back, I do expect fantasy points. So I think you can start him this week, yeah. but if you're one of those cowardly people, no offense, you know, you can, you can no take offense. a week. If you have a lot of people on by, you can throw them in there and feel not gross about it. Yeah. And the Titans defense is really middle of the pack. They're rushing deep. They're ranked 15th. Uh, in rushing defense so they're they're not good but they're not that bad so i think that this could be a solid game for williams yeah as far as other receiving options travis kelsey he's an auto start yeah um sammy watkins denard robinson demarcus mccole hardman mr pringle any of these options other than tyree killer kelsey interest you um if anyone it would be sammy watkins but i don't really have much interest 
Yeah, don't. He yeah, he I will. Really... He is human quicksand. Leave him <laughs> in the past. Uh, and that's coming from a one-time believer. Yeah, it, Samuel Watkins is that desperation flex. No, to me. just don't. He's a desperate. I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rather put Robbie Anderson in there than Sammy Watkins. I would too, actually. <laughs> that's how far the yeah. star has fallen. Yeah. Uh, over to the Titans side It'll of the ball. One, Thank you, Ryan Tannehill, for yeah. making this offense fun, efficient again. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't say no, fun. It's fun. It's oh, fun. God, get out of here. Um, Corey Davis is questionable with a hip injury. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown should be the, the lead pass catcher. You know, I don't really like anybody on here except for Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And, uh, that's mainly because of the chiefs defense to me. So, uh, I mean, they, they're ranked 29th in rushing defense in a bad way. So they give up almost 140 rushing yards per game, which is a lot per game. That's a lot per game. They're the 29th best, so out of 32 teams, so that's not good at all. So I, I so like they are the they are another way of saying that is they're the third, third most generous yes. defense against exactly. running backs. It should be really good for Derrick Henry, uh, but the Chiefs secondary is not that bad. So they're the 11th best secondary in the NFL. So I think we should see Derrick Henry get most of the yardage here. Yeah, I think their their pass defense is a little bit. Um, veiled in how game flow has gone. Yeah. Teams really haven't had to throw against him all that much because Mahomes has been out. And when he has been in, they haven't been as high scoring as they as they were. So the way you beat the Chiefs lately is by running on them. Yeah. So they don't have very good secondary, in my opinion. Teams just haven't needed to throw on them. So I do like AJ Brown this week. I think he is yeah, a Hail Mary flex play. Higher, so higher you, or lower than Robbie Anderson? I'd say higher. Okay. You know, uh, he's the only passing option on this team. Yeah. You know, uh, Delaney Walker is still battling through an injury. Gianu yeah. Smith, you just don't know what you're getting with him. Not as him. good. So if they need to put up points, it's going to be Henry and it's going to be A.J. Brown. Yep. So give me the first option on here. I'm, I'm willing to risk it as a flex. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, I think that's the only fantasy relevant player uh, combo from the Titans. Mm-hmm. Between these two teams, I'm taking the Chiefs. Chiefs. Oh, we're t- next up, we have the. Too much. I know it's not as fun. This ne- next matchup isn't helping either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless you want to, uh, unless you want to go crazy. Not with this one. No. Baltimore sure? Ravens take on the Cincinnati Bengals. This is where it gets fun. Yeah. Let's start with the Bengals because it's sad. Okay. AJ Green, <laughs> the head coach for the Bengals, announced AJ Green was ready to play, ready to make his debut. AJ Green came out today on Thursday and said, Nope, don't know what he was talking Psych. about, but I'm not ready. Here this is what I've been saying this entire time. He's not gonna play this year. He's not gonna risk his body for a couple games on a crappy team. Yeah, when he knows he's not gonna get a contract. Yeah, so I mean it's bad for fantasy football mm-hmm. that's that's sad that that's the way it's going down but it's just it makes too much real life sense for him to not play yeah and the way it happened was today in practice he took himself off the field said his ankle was was hurting him he might be telling the truth but i i do strongly strongly believe and continue to believe yeah you can read between he just, he just doesn't there. want to play yeah exactly yeah so if you have aj green i've been telling you for weeks to try to trade him yep hopefully you did try to trade him for any keep going anything for him he still has a big enough name where some people might bite people might Even not know the for, news either 
Patriots defense, even it's even if it's for Justin Tucker, trade him for anybody. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't think he's going to play this year. So if you can get anything for him, that's a steal. I agree with that. I agree with that. Get him, get him off your team ASAP. Couldn't talk there. Oh my god. Uh, get him off your team, especially for the people who don't know the news yet that Adrian Green is not going to play Week Ten. So really take advantage of that. Yeah, or if they do know that, say he could be back. He could be <laughs> back. It's going to be a But because harder. you listen to this podcast, you know better. Yeah, any other um, Bengals? You know, Joe Mixon, I am fading from. I don't think this is a good matchup or situation for him. Yeah. Even though he did score the previous week he played, I, I don't want to roll that dice. I Even in, even in a bad bye week. I got a question but, for you. Uh, let's so Bengals it. are the worst... Uh, offense in rushing yards per game. Can you yep. take a guess on how many yards they average per game on the ground? You know, if I didn't have the information right in front of me, I would guess <laughs> around 120 to 150. But because our delightful co-host Andrew yeah. looked it up, they give up. Andrew, drop the knowledge. Well, I'm, I'm saying the Bengals uh, offense, how, how much they run per game. They're averaging about 60 rushing yards per game. That's Joe Mixon that, and Gio Bernard. That is so bad. That's not good at all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so even if Mixon got 100% of the Even if it's yards. a good matchup. Even if it's a good <laughs> matchup, it's not good. Yeah, no, that's that's not only not good, that's atrocious. Yeah. So I'm not starting Mixon with confidence. Uh-huh. The only question mark I can see is Tyler Boyd. Yeah. I I have a blind spot for Boyd. I, I just don't like him. Um, so you being the rational person you are, break down how you uh, feel about Tyler Boyd. Well, I, I definitely like Boyd's chances more than Mixon this week um, because the Ravens' defense is really good against the run, but they are not so good against the pass. They're not so good in the air, so they give up about 265 yards per game, uh, and the Bengals have to throw to someone. So I... Kind of, I like Boyd as a very low end flex this week, um, just because there's a new quarterback, you don't know what to expect, uh, and it's against a not so great secondary. But then again, hey, Brendan, Brendan, while Andrew's talking, can you look up the name of the quarterback for the Bengals? Yes, sir. That's a good point. Then again, we got the um, you know the the not so great defense that I'm talking about totally shut down the Patriots last week, so. I don't know. Tyler Boyd's a very, very low end flex for me. Yeah. I I kind of threw that out there to see what you were going to say. Mm. I disagree so strongly. Okay. I, the Ravens are one of those defensive teams that absolutely crush rookie brand new quarterbacks. Um, you know, I think the Baltimore Ravens are the stream of the week for defense. If they're available, if they're not available, that's too bad yeah. because they're going to crush it. Uh, Brendan, did you get his name? Ryan, Ryan Finley is the starting it's, quarterback for the Bengals. It's not good. Yeah, it's the Ryan fact Finley. that we He's, just don't know who this guy yeah. is. No, the best player on this Bengals team is Joe Mixon. And they've <laughs> He's gonna been get about yeah, ineffective yards. on the ground. The Ravens are great against the rush. They yeah. are going to blitz the pants off of Finley. Uh, and they're going to overwhelm him. It's going to be fun to watch. confusing yeah. reads. So I truly think they're just going to completely erase the Bengals from the face of the earth. Um, so I'm not starting Boyd. 
I'm not starting Mixon. No. I'm not watching this game. I would. Uh, oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> if you're not a Mixon or Boyd owner, it's just going to be – I'm a big <sighs> defensive fan. I like watching big defensive plays. Uh-huh. You're a bad person. And, oh, dude, I love watching defenses. So this is going to be just really fun, like you said, for the Ravens defense. It's a street. Yeah, I think the Ravens are just going to absolutely oh, destroy the Bengals. I love watching defensive uh, plays. Over to the Ravens side yeah. of the ball. You're starting Lamar Jackson. You, I, th- I believe you can start Mark Ingram with confidence. The Absolutely. Bengals are just bad in general. Bengals rushing defense are the 32nd worst in the NFL, Jesus. giving up over 177 yards per game on the ground. Mark Ingram should eat. Lamar Jackson should uh-huh. eat. Other than that, Mark Andrews should have a good game. Uh, his involvement has been somewhat concerning these past couple weeks. Uh, he's been losing work to Hayden Hurst, uh, the other backup tight yeah. end. So I think he, he usually has a couple big plays a game, and that should be enough to beat this Bengals I team. I think it's going to be a good game um, for him. Yeah, no, I think he could have a good game. I, I am nervous. I am fading in Mark Andrews. Um, still great, especially in this awful tight end landscape. Yeah. But I'm not as ex- not as excited about him as I have okay. been. Uh, so I think it's season. it's going to be Mark. It's going to be a bounce back game for Mark Andrews. So if you, yeah, I mean it's not hard to bounce back from his last, last game. <laughs> well, I mean last game wasn't it wasn't great. He only got like twenty something yards, I think. But yeah, last time bad. the Ravens uh played the Bengals, the Bengals gave up 121 yards to tight ends. So. I think that Mark Andrews could get the majority of that and hopefully a touchdown and make you happy in your fantasy league because tight ends are rough. So, Yeah, and not to be too much of a soil sport, uh, but these are his last couple games. Uh, last week against New England, 2.1 yeah. points. Not great, but it's it's New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, his game before that, Seattle, he only had 3.9. The week before that, Cincinnati, 8.9. So he has demonstrated success against Cincinnati. He had eight targets, almost a hundred receiving yards, 99, but you know, he's, he's getting, you know, once again, you're starting it. I I shouldn't overcomplicate it, but I don't think he's going to have as big of a game as some people. Yeah, I agree. Cause there's a, I think they're like, I, I was watching them against the Patriots and they, there was a lot of plays where they had three tight ends playing because they just don't have any good receivers. So there, it is going to be kind of split between all the tight ends, but I, I think that Mark Andrews is going to have another good game against the Bengals. Yeah, you know, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I like it. Next, or I guess we need to pick a winner. Uh, uh, I'm going to go Ravens. An easy one, Ravens. <laughs> Man, we're going to agree on like all of these this week. Uh, you know what? I think we're going to find some disagreements here. Really? Is it going to be this next matchup? Uh, I don't know. I need, I to, we'll find I need to think about it some more. We'll Next up, we have the Buffalo Bills, America's yeah. team, taking on America's favorite, I guess, whipping boy, I think is it. <laughs> might be a politically incorrect way of saying it. Yeah. Um, the Cleveland Browns are, what a fall from grace. Mm-hmm. It is uh, t- tough to watch. But we'll start with the Browns side of the ball. Freddie Kitchens, the head coach for the Browns, said Kareem Hunt He's back from suspension, dude, and everyone's forgetting about him. No, get nobody's forgetting oh, about everyone's him. Forgetting get about out him. of here! Yeah. That's all I've been hearing about since the draft. Kareem Hunt is going to have a role week ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, unfortunately, we saw how much a backup running back can influence play. Nick Chubb, you know, was obviously the RB one, but 
it was like a 60-40 with Damian Hillard, who yeah. is a not talented running back, and Kareem Hunt is a talented running back. He is so, one of the best, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't expect a 50-50 timeshare. I, I don't expect... You know, I, I, th- I think it's... In his they're, first week back, I can see like a 70-30 split yeah, uh, in favor of Nick Chubb. But I think by the end of the season, you can be 60-40, heaven forbid, 50-50. These yeah. are both really good running backs, and I think they're going to roll with a hot hand. And they're both, I feel like, pretty different running backs. So it can be utilized agree, differently, yeah. keep a defense on their toes. Yeah, I would start Kareem Hunt this week. Shut the hell I up. I would start him at flex. Are you... I, I'm, I'm taking the risk, man. I'm, I'm taking the risk with rage. I'm taking the against risk. the Buffalo Bills defense. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's what's your expectation for Kareem Hunt? What's my expectation? So he's not going to put up big numbers, but I think that he can get 50 what's yards you? and a touchdown. 50 yards 50 and a yards touchdown. And a touchdown. Yeah. From Kareem freaking Hunt. From Kareem Hunt uh, in the flex position. It's going to be mostly Nick Chubb. The Buffalo Bills run defense is not that good. Their secondary I, is amazing. The Bills, the Bills' rushing defense is not. They're middle of the pack. I think they're almost exactly middle of the pack. They're giving up 111 rushing yards per game. So I think that Kareem Hunt. I'm take. Listen, I'm a risk taker. I think Kareem Hunt's going to be a good option. I think that he can get 50 yards and a touchdown this game. Mark my words. But if you don't, it is a risk. But if you don't want to take that risk with me, oh, with me, it's that's a fine. risk. Yeah. yeah, it's a risk but taking I, the player who just came off suspension he and hasn't so, played with his offense before. He's so talented. He's so talented during, that he can he oh can get God. it done. Should, so during his suspension, he wasn't allowed to be with the team. Yeah. So he doesn't know the playbook. He's coming back from suspension mm-hmm. and an injury. He had the injury before the suspension. And he's behind a fantastic running back. Uh, he is over the injury, he's but he's still coming he's back fine. from it. I, I disagree with you so strongly. Oh, I, we'll see. Kareem Hunt should be rostered. That's that's absolutely true. Yeah. Even he, I think he's gonna be more than a handcuff. However, I do not expect fifty yards and a touchdown. I think he's gonna get a solid three to five points on your bench. Oh, I um, think he's gonna get a touchdown. Uh, he's coming I out guns blazing. Wow, is what he's doing? Yeah, I, I guess I just disagree. He's coming okay. out guns blazing. Well, I respect your opinion. Yeah. I would not take that leap of faith with you. He's a talented enough player where he can take any run to the house. So I'm if you do win that bet, that's how you're yeah. going to get it. Then again, it, it has not gone good for me whenever I bet on the Browns. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. tell that to Cleveland. I still have faith. Um, other options, Baker Mayfield and Matt starting. No. Uh, like you alluded to, the Bills have a fantastic pass defense. Yeah. They're sixth in the NFL, sixth worst matchup in the NFL uh, for, for opposing yeah. wide receivers and passers. Um, you know, Baker, I'm fading. Even if it wasn't against the Bills, I wouldn't be all that interested in Baker. The real question is Odell Beckham Jr. He's oh. going to be matched up against Tredavis White, an excellent corner. Um, you know, I I do think Odell Beckham Jr. will produce. It's just not going to be a lot. I think he's going to get you 60 to 100 yards, no touchdown. Yeah, but good, in a bad bye week, you can fun. do worse. So you're sad owning Odell Beckham Jr., but you know he's got the talent. He can always break one, and this is a young, young corner. So yeah. if anybody can, you know, break out, 
it's Odell Beckham Jr. And the Bills, similar to the Vikings, they're just not used to winning. It's almost like they try to find ways to sabotage themselves. So if anybody were to break their hearts, it could be Odell Beckham Jr. Can't really argue with that. That's if Odell Beckham. You you literally can't. That's if Odell Beckham can put on the right shoes. Um, and hey, play a hey, Andrew. Game. Hey, what's up? Uh, do the Cleveland Browns have as many Super Bowls as the Vikings? All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jarvis Landry interested? No, neither. No. All right. Nope. <laughs> Answer that question before you. Uh, Nick Chubb yeah, locked and loaded, yeah. uh, running back one. I do think Nick Chubb is going to have a fantastic game. Yep. Top ten RB. Yep. Uh, over to the other side of the ball. Um. You know, let's let's break it down. I like Josh Allen this week. Mm-hmm. I like John Brown this week. Yeah, there's one guy I really, really like. About. Yeah, really like Devin yep. Singletary. Yep. Ride the lightning, game. man. He broke out last week. The Cleveland Browns are a team that apparently forgot how to tackle. Third worst. I think this is a this is a team about to implode. They're the they third are, worst rushing defense in the league. Cleveland and that's awesome yeah. that lines up really well uh gore will still be more involved than i would prefer mm-hmm. but if devin singletary gets 60 percent of the carries that's going to be enough to do some yeah. damage against this just dissolving defense just feed the man and you should be fine feed the man feed uh, andrew have you gone to the doctor recently i've not do you have a case of the beasles i do have a case of the beasles <laughs> i still have a case of the beasles <laughs> And there's no cure. Flex him. You know, flex, flex him this him. week. He's going to get you two yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I could see that happening. It's crazy. So I actually, I actually like Cole Beasley. He might be the most underrated player in the NFL. I right think now. he is. I think he's right now. I've, I've had the Beasles for a couple weeks now and I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Doctor, I do not want that uh, vaccine. That's why I have, I will stick with the Beasles. I'm perfectly um, yeah, other than that, I'm not that interested in Dawson Knox. I think there's other players yeah. I'd rather take my shot on. But yeah, you know, I know I said I like John Brown. I like him a lot. Yeah. You know, we say this a lot. There's only two players so far this season that have at least 50 yards in every single game. John Brown is one of them. I think the streak will continue. Who's going to last longer? Be... Who do you think who do you think <laughs> is going to it's going to last yeah. longer, Thomas or Brown? I bet Brown. Ooh, okay. Just because it's a hot take. All right. uh, he seems to be having trouble, you know, scoring touchdowns this season, but he's involved. You know, he's as involved as you would have hoped. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he can. I think he's a solid bet this week for at least sixty yards, and I like his odds for a touchdown. Me too. This Browns offense and defense just doesn't want to win. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm giving a touchdown to Brown, Beasles, and Singletary. This week. I dig it. The three peat. Oh yeah. Uh, Bills taking on the Browns. Give me the Bills. The Bills. I was trying to think of a clever money joke, yeah. but couldn't come up with it. Gonna make Sorry. it rain with all these Bills. There it is. Boom, nailed yep. it. Next up, we have the Cardinals taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This will be a low key barn burner. Yeah. I think there's gonna be a lot of points, uh, and I think it's gonna come down to whichever quarterback makes the most mistakes. Yep. A rookie or Jameis Winston? <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. So starting with the Cardinals, I like Kyler Murray this week. Me I too. think he's going to get an opportunity both to rush and Tampa Bay's terrible against wide receivers. Yeah. So Charlie Kirk, I think, is a high-end flex, a very boom-bust type player. I think he's going to have a real opportunity. And Kyler's, 
I think he's just gonna he's gonna sling it to him. Yeah, he's got the arm strength, um, and I think the maturity to get it done this week. Yeah, I got a so Kirk I re- and a, uh, wide receiver three this week. Yeah, I like the Kirk Murray connection. Uh, I think more than most people. I think you and I are both pretty high in him yeah. this week. Uh, what concerns me the most is the run game. Uh, David Johnson coming off of an injury and almost worse than that. Kenyon Drake is coming off of a career best game. Kenyon Drake took down a fantastic rush defense in San Francisco. Uh, and he looked every bit a legit RB one. I don't know if it was a Cinderella story situation or an indicator of things to come, but I think there might be another timeshare in the NFL. I agree. And, I wrote down last week was the most rushing yards by a Cardinal running back. And that was Kenyon Drake in one game. I should say the most rushing yards this season by a Cardinal running back in one game. And that was Kenyon Drake with only 110 yards and against the 49ers and it was against the 49ers. I think he very impressive. at this point, I mean, we'll see what happens here. Cause the, you know, the Buccaneers defense is the best rushing defense in the league, but the, second worst passing defense in the league, but that doesn't matter. Uh, Buccaneers defense, um, they only give up on average 78 rushing yards a game. But like you said, Drake went up against San Fran, put up 110 yards. I'm really excited to see what he can do against the Buccaneers defense. And I, I like him enough to start him. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers only allow 3.4 yards per carry. That's uh, league best. really good. Yeah, really that's bad for fantasy football. Yeah. Um, good for real-life Buccaneer fans. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like either option. If I had to start one, I would start David Johnson. But you know, I think they're both... I'd have David Johnson as a low-end RB2 this week, and I would have Kenyon Drake as a mid-RB3. Yeah, yeah, I got Kenyon Drake as a flex. David Johnson, again, too good not to start. So a lot of timeshare there, but yeah, low-end RB2. Yeah, this will be an interesting kind of development. I'm curious to see how they do this. Uh, as far as Fitzgerald, how do you feel about Larry Legend? Um, well, you got to play a matchup, and I like this week's matchup. Like I said before, Buccaneers defense, second worst team in the NFL in passing yards per game given up. So they give up about oh, they give up almost 300 yards to the passing game. So I think that you know. Christian Kirk and Larry Fitzgerald are going to get some good yardage. Kirk is going to be the better receiver. Um, but with a, you know, with a tough bye week, I think that Fitz could be a, a decent option. I like him. I think I like him better than Robbie Anderson this week. Yeah, no, I, I, I dig it. I mean, it's hard not to like anybody more than Robbie Anderson. <laughs> uh, on the other side of the ball, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This should be pretty straightforward. Chris Godwin, you're starting. Mike Evans, you're starting. Cardinals passing defense is 29th in the NFL. Fourth In a good way for Buccaneers. They give up 280 yards per game. Uh, That's that's no bueno. They are third most generous in the NFL to wide receivers. I think, like I said, low-key barn burner. Definitely. Yeah, a a low-key barn burner. So I really like both of those options. I do have Mike Evans ranked above Godwin. Me too. uh, But they're both, I think, top 10 receivers this week. Absolutely. I can see both of them finishing top 10, uh, top 15 at the worst. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, O.J. Howard. How do you feel about O.J. Howard? He 
is practicing and he should be playing this week. I'm just done with him. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just done. Like I, I got to see what he does first. Cause I mean, he played the first couple weeks and he let us down. So I, I got to see what he does, but I wouldn't start him this week. Yeah, no, I, I'm not starting him either. I do think there's a case to be made about rostering him and seeing how it turns out. There is a case, yeah. It's a terrible tight end landscape, and for whatever reason, you know, we see Arians making changes on the field. You know, he switched the lead running back. If he were to all of a sudden make O.J. Howard a focal point, that's hugely valuable. So I I think it's worth rostering O.J. Howard and seeing how it turns out. It's not going to feel good, but definitely put put him on your roster. I wouldn't start him, though. Yeah, and see if it changes. Yep. You know, if you have him two weeks and he does it two weeks in a row, you can start getting confidence in him. Yep. He could be a potential league winner at a really desperate position. Yeah. So something to think about. Speaking of changes, Ronald Jones should be the lead back this week. He better. He outshined Peyton Barber in every single way last week. Yep. And Bruce Arians announced that there's a changing of the guard. I'm going to hope he, he speaks the truth. I'm going to hope Ronald Jones can actually deliver after he's been given the keys to the kingdom. How do you have him ranked this week? I think I'm not super optimistic. I think he's going to be fine. I think he will be the better back this week, but you know, I'm, I'm hesitant in starting him. I have him as a high end RB three. I want to see it one more week. I got him in that RB three position as well. He's a start with caution kind of guy for me but you know the cardinals defense not the best so i think that this could be a good uh a, a decent game for ronald jones if he gets the carries that he did last week yeah and i'll be honest if he does it again this week i think he, ronald start. jones is in the rb2 category yeah. um yeah. anybody getting that kind of work behind a pretty solid o-line you know is is startable for mm-hmm. sure um yeah, I'm trying to think who else we need to digest. Uh, are you streaming Jameis? Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's a no. I would look uh, for other. I would rather start a player like you know Daniel Jones or something like that. Over. Would you start Tannehill or Jameis Winston? Jeez, man, that's a tough one. Um, I would start Jameis and Winston over. Or Jameis your best Winston. friend Derek Carr or Jameis Winston? Ooh. With Derek Carr, I guess it's a little too late because Derek Carr's playing tonight, but I would do I'd do Derek Carr for James oh, Winston. Yeah, I hate you so much. I like that. <laughs> it's, okay. I, I, he's a, okay, he's a streamable <laughs> option. Not Derek Carr. James Winston is a, is a streamable option because yeah. although he throws a lot of interceptions, that's the one thing that scares me. He cancels it out with touchdowns and a crap ton of yards. So, And I think he is a sneaky bet to run a little bit today. Ooh. I think Murray's going to show off his legs. I actually really like Murray this week. Me too. Um, I have him as a top eight quarterback. Top I think Jameis five. is going to, uh, I mean, this is battle of number one overall picks. Yeah. Jameis versus Murray. Um, we made the worst decision. Uh, and Jameis played baseball in college too. Yeah. Not that that really yeah. matters about anything. It's just a but, fun connection. You know, I think, I think Jameis is going to try to step it up. And I think he's going to run a little bit more than we're used to. He's a pretty talented. Okay, not talented. He's a pretty <laughs> effective. He's there. a pretty effective runner. He, you know, is pretty sneaky uh, on the ground. So I think I think Jameis. I think Jameis will be a top twelve QB. Yeah. But I think he has really high upside. I think he has top five QB upside. Yeah. Easy. I, 
I'll take both of them this week as a stream yeah. option. Well, I guess I like both. Kyler Murray shouldn't be a stream option anymore. I think he's good enough to. Well, yeah, yeah he's coming off a, a couple bad games. He's coming off. So bad games. this is about. I think you can game. start Murray with confidence. Yep. I think you can be fine streaming Winston with confidence. Yep. Uh, Cardinals versus Buccaneers. Ugh, Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yep. Ooh, Both gosh. Right on that. Not fun. Sorry, we got plenty of other him. games to, to disagree on. I think yeah, this next one could be a, could be a good one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let's just jump right into it. Yeah. The Detroit Lions take on the Chicago Bears. NFC North fight. Battle of the Beasts. Battle of the Lions versus Bears. Worse NFC North teams. <laughs> Starting with the Lions. Oh, man. Um, let's talk about a not super exciting team. Well, they're I, producing. Mine's they're are, producing, yeah. but nobody cares. Nobody cares. They just can't get the win. They're, they're the redheaded stepchild of yep. the NFC North. Yep. Um, you know, let, let's start with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's been a phenomenal quarterback this season. Yeah. He's airing it out. He's getting back to his gunslinger roots. Uh, Alex Stafford, even against even against the Chicago Bears, yeah. who have a pretty solid defense. Um, they do have a. They're not as good as they used to be, especially you know last year. They're really not that good compared to last year, or compared to what we we thought of them earlier this year. Because I mean, they're middle of the pack passing defense and they're top 10 in rushing defense. So, right. Yeah. The bears give up on average 230 passing yards per game. Yeah. Uh, however, this game isn't soldier field. It's an outdoor game and it's going to be cold for sure. Uh, the amount of wind, you know, it's, it's the windy city. Yeah. You know, I think unfortunately the combination of cold uh, Chicago bear defense and wind might lead to some difficulties, both kicking and passing the ball. Mm-hmm. So I do expect this to be a, a pretty run heavy game. Uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of Ty Johnson and JD McKissick, uh, as well as David Montgomery, but we can get into that in a little bit. So I would still start Stafford as a back end QB one, yeah, like um, more based on what he's done up to this point than Matchup. this game yeah. in particular. Exactly. I agree. Uh, Kenny Galladay, he's start. on a tear. He's spectacular. Yeah. Easy start. Marvin Jones, as weird as it, sounds yeah yeah he's on fire stay in the flames in the last four weeks he's the sixth best wide receiver the last four yeah what crazy jones uh tj hawkinson he is a if i have to tight end he's getting the opportunities he's a talented player if he can catch the damn ball he'd be solid (laughs) if you're struggling this week you need a tight end replacement you can do worse than tj hawkinson uh anybody else i need to break down uh, I mean, we should probably break down the run game a little bit. Oh, Do you, God. <laughs> I know we're trying to avoid it because we yep. it's just terrible. Um, we we talked about in the in the week nine recap. Uh, we like JD McKissick a little bit better than Ty Johnson because he's being featured more, especially in the passing game. Uh, do you still stand by that statement? I stand by it stronger than ever. All right, me too. Um, JD JD McKissick was great last week. Scored the touchdown, was the more effective runner, and actually got opportunities where Ty Johnson didn't. So, you know, I think it is going to be, uh, unfortunately, a split situation. But I really like JD McKissick this week. Uh, And I think this is going to be a really run-heavy game. So I would start McKissick as a flex. Yeah. Um, and I think you'd be happy if he got 50 total yards and a touchdown, um, which would Kareem be, according to you, a Kareem, Kareem Hunt, Hunt levels. levels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I would take 
JD McKissick this week over Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I actually would too. You, uh, okay. you said yep, it's going to be about fine. the same numbers that I predicted yeah. for Kareem Hunt. I just, there's I less risk you. in JD McKissick. <laughs> you know, we're both, you know, you're predicting the same amount that I predict for Kareem Hunt, but just there's. In a, for a better situation. Yeah, there's no risk. Anyway, in, moving you know, past it, I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm yeah, over yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I like JD McKissick this week as a flex. I, he's going to be involved. I think he's going to be a, yep. a very safe option. Um, Ty Johnson, I do not like. I don't even have him rostered. I don't think he's he's worthwhile to have on your team. I agree. Uh, Over to the Bears side of the ball. Speaking of not worthy to be on Uh a team. (laughs) Are we talking about Uh, almost the entire Bears offense? Oh. Yeah, let's start with who you should start. Two guys. Uh, Allen Robinson, I think you have to start him. Great matchup. However, I am nervous. It's a good matchup. Uh, It's a very good matchup. Yeah. However... Okay. He has Trubisky throwing him the ball, or That's, Chase Daniel. They might switch. Yeah, I like Chase Daniel better than. Oh, I do Trubisky. too. Um, and like I said, it's cold and windy. That's not a good combo for wide receivers. Yeah. However, and I, I do also think it's going to be an extremely run-heavy game. I really like David Montgomery this this game. Oh, he's going to go off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I so start Montgomery is the he's the other player. Yeah, start Montgomery with confidence. Um, Allen Robinson, I have his wide receiver three this week, and that's mm. I think that's if you're lucky. I, I like him. I got a very he's a very low end wide receiver two. I really like him a lot. Um, and the Lions passing defense, the third worst passing defense in the NFL. They give up 288 yards per game. The only issue, like you said, is Trubisky's throwing to him. The Bears' offense is also the third worst in passing yards per game. So it's the third worst passing defense compared to the third worst passing offense. So I, I just think that it's a good, decent opportunity for Allen Robinson. And I think that he's really going to be the only good part about this Bears' offense, besides, well, besides Dave Montgomery. Yeah, no, I, I certainly see where you're coming from. Um, and as far as our confidence, David Montgomery, you know, here's a fun stat. Yep. Guess who gives up the most fantasy football points to running backs? Uh, the Green Bay Packers. That's a good guess. Oh, okay. And ouch. It is actually Detroit. Oh, They're the most was, generous defense to running backs guess. this season. So I think it's going to be run heavy just game script wise. The yep. Bears want to take the ball out of Trubisky's hands and put it into Montgomery's. They're going to want to feature the running back. Um, like I keep saying, cold game, soldier field. Yep. It's. I, I think everything lines up for Montgomery to go off. So I think Montgomery is going to be a top 15 running back this week. I truly do. I can easily see over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Not going to argue with that. I think that could happen. Uh, so these two teams. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, I'm taking the Lions. They both make me feel icky. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take the Lions too. Yeah. It's I just have more confidence in that team. Yeah, I I do too. I, I, I think it, I think it it really goes down to to Stafford versus Trubisky. Yeah. I was that I was about to say the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. We're both taking the Lions. Wow. We are on a pretty similar wavelength this That's week. Right. Well, it's good cuz we're both going to be completely right next week <laughs> as opposed to or just completely me being completely wrong. Right. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Dolphins versus the Colts. Uh-huh. The Dolphins are shockingly becoming relevant again. Well, yeah. <laughs> but then and then they lose two of their star players. But that's true. They're starting so, running back and their best receiver. 
We'll break it down quickly. Yeah, break Devontae it down. Parker, I really like this week. I think he is yep. a high-end wide receiver three uh, and potentially low-end wide receiver two. Yeah. The Colts are beatable. They're going to have to throw to somebody to keep up with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, give me Devontae Parker. I, I yeah. think you can actually use him. He's a really it's talented weird. player, and he's being productive routinely. Granted, he's had stretches like this in the past, but yeah. I, you just keep using him until you can't anymore. Fitzpatrick wants to throw the ball. He wants to sling it around, and he doesn't really have anybody other than Parker. I agree with you. Yeah, too bad Preston Williams isn't isn't playing. Oh, so upset he got hurt. He was so he was so good that yeah. one game. So, Andrew, I know you really like the tight end for the Dolphins. Break down okay. Mike Gusecki. Well, I'm not going to say I really like him. You love him. I <laughs> I just like the opportunity that he has based on the injuries to the team. Um, I think, you know, Kalen Balazs, I don't really like him <laughs> as a player. You sound um, like his mom. Yeah. Oh, that's harsh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Gasecki put up 95 yards with six receptions. He led the team in receptions and yards last week. Um, and I think that if Preston Williams wasn't playing, he could have gotten a touchdown. So Gasecki could have gotten a touchdown. I think that Gasecki's a desperation tight end if you need one. Um, I'm not really that high on him because the, the Colts defense is really kind of middle of the pack. So I think that, you know, you could see a, a 50 yards, no touchdown kind of game from him. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. And I think you could say that about any tight end in the NFL. Uh, you know, another main kind of stress point with this team is what do you do with the running situation? With Mark Walton getting suspended, it's the Kalen Balazs show. Granted, it's a really crappy show, Bad but show. Big Bang Theory was on the air for like a decade. Oh, you so, what? Big Bang Theory is a funny show. <laughs> it's a show it gets, about smart people for dumb it people. It gets a little repetitive, but it's a it's a solid show. Come on. Anyway. Come on. <laughs> I can't believe you just dissed on Big Bang Theory like that, man. Oh, anyway. Gosh. Uh Balaj, I think he's rosterable. He has the opportunity. Yeah. I don't know if he has a talent. You gotta I don't know if he's see. talented or just a bad football player. You gotta wait and see. Like I, I just truly don't know if he's talented but bad at football <laughs> or just bad at football. So uh, it could click. It could click overnight and all of a sudden he's good because people were excited for him coming into the season. Yeah. You know, he, he was productive in college and there were people expecting him to be, you know, making a shot at rookie of the year. Does not seem to be the case right now. Uh, and you know, oh man, I had faith. <laughs> I had faith up until he dodged the football that was thrown at him, and then I was like, "All right, I'm I'm done. I'm done with him. He's gone." Yeah, yeah. So I think he's rosterable. Yeah. See how it turns out. Running backs are valuable, and this could be a great opportunity. Yeah. So roster so him. Don't start him. Curious to see how it turns out. Wow, that's the longest we've ever talked about the Dolphins. Yeah, and it, it didn't God. feel good. Good for them. Good for the Dolphins. Yeah. Well, it's mostly about Big Bang Theory. It, it was. Uh, over to the Colts side of the ball. Brissett is questionable for Week 10, mm-hmm. but it, he did practice, and it looks like there's optimism good. that he will yep. play. There is not optimism, but T.Y. Hilton, he's still out. So it's looking like Zach Pascal is going to be the wide receiver one for this team. Yep. Uh, uh, start him. He's, oh, you have to. Uh, mm-hmm. It is matchup-based. I don't particularly care for him as a player uh, or his role in this offense, but the Dolphins are horrendous 
against pretty much every they metric. Terrible. They're yeah. 29th most. <laughs> I guess. They, let me think of another way to say this. The third most generous team yeah. against uh, both rushing and passing. They are, yeah. You know they are going to. They give up lots of yards. Yep. It didn't seem like it last week. Uh, however, this team looks like they're wanting to start playing. But I think the Colts can exploit them. Pascal is a wide receiver three on the flex verge. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's going to be the wide receiver one. I do think they're going to go tight end heavy uh, and Marlon Mack heavy. Yeah. So I love Marlon Mack. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to absolutely blow up this week. They run the ball a lot. He's overdue for it. Um, And Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle. I would start Jack Doyle. Yep. He scored last week. It's a dice throw, really. I like Flavors Doyle high. more than Ebron, yeah. but yeah, I, I think that's how I feel about this team. Yep. I agree with you there. Easy enough. Very, I am taking the Colts. I want to take the Dolphins, but I'm not. I'm taking the Colts. Colts oh, are way man. better than uh, the Jets, so that's why I'm... Yeah, that's pretty indisputable. It's not that hard to be better than the Jets. I mean, the Dolphins did it, but yeah, Colts. Uh, next, we have the Carolina Panthers Again. missing their Fig Newton, taking on the Green Bay Packers. This will be an interesting game. I'm curious to see how it turns out. We have a terrible run defense taking on the best running back in football. So Christian McCaffrey should, could, probably will finish as the number one overall running back this yep. week by 20 points. Yeah, I... Other than McCaffrey, that no brainer. Let's not talk about it anymore. Curtis Samuel, he's he's projected to play. He did play today, yeah. or he practiced today. He's on track, but I don't I don't particularly like him this week. Uh, the Packers they are beatable for sure, yeah. but I'm more of a DJ Moore guy this week. I think DJ yeah. Moore is going to play a lot better than Curtis Samuel. I still think Curtis Samuel's flex worthy. I think he's talented enough to play flex. And I, I do like the matchup. I mean, the Packers defense, they're okay. Um, they're the, no, they're, they're bad. bad. No, I was just trying to be nice to you. I didn't yeah, want to bring it. No, down. you're right. They're bad. Um, yeah. The more you talked me into it, I think Curtis Samuel is a fine flex. You know, last week he demonstrated yeah. he is capable of making any kind of catch you need him to make. Uh, he's an elite route runner. I like DJ Moore as a higher end yep. flex. I like Curtis Samuel as a mid-level flex. Kyle Allen, I'm not interested in streaming him. No. This is going to be McCaffrey, 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 McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey can get three TDs, two of them rushing, one receiving. Honestly, if he doesn't, I'll yeah. be disappointed. Honestly, that's what uh, Greg Olson, do you have any interest in Greg Olson? Uh, it, here's the thing about Greg Olson. <laughs> Every time you ask me this question and I go, eh, don't really have any interest in the guy, then he, he gets some good yardage. So... I'm curious to say, uh, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say I do have some interest. He's not playing bad. I don't expect big numbers from him, but tight ends are very hard. It, it's hard to come by a good tight end. Hawkinson or Olsen? Olsen. Gasecki or Olsen? Olsen. Jimmy Graham or Olsen? Olsen. All right, I guess I like Olsen. Yeah, I, think I guess That's you a do. good way wow. to... Good way to do it. I, I like Olsen, I guess. Could, yeah, could be wow, a lot you're worse. Higher at him than I am. Three worst players that you could have. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, other than that, we have the Packers, yeah. who coming off of a just 
painfully embarrassing loss against the Chargers. Uh, hop right back in the saddle. You know, I wiped it from my memory. I'm pretending it didn't oh, I happen. That moment just <laughs> yeah. over and over yep. again. In my head. Yeah, you think about it before you go yeah. to bed. Um, yeah, you know, with the Packers. I expect Rodgers to have a fantastic week, even though the Panthers have a really good secondary. I think the Adams Rodgers connection will be there this week. I don't like anybody else. I don't like MVS. Uh, I don't like Allison. I don't want Lazard, but I th- believe he's going to continue having very high level uh, passing production with Jones and Williams. Yeah. Um, and they're going to run the ball into the ground. So I like Adams. I love Jones. Williams, I'm okay flexing. Yeah, me, me too. I, I like the run game a lot more than the passing game. Uh, this week, I think Aaron Jones is going to have, I think he can finish top five uh, this wow. week. What is that? A Is that a sarcasm surprise? Um, is that, I think he can yeah, finish that, top five. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's more aggressive than I would have expected. Yeah, I, um, the, the Panthers run defense is not great at all. Right. Um, They're like the eighth worst. And and the the path the Panthers secondary is actually really good, so I think that they're gonna see more success from Aaron Jones and Williams rather than in the air for Rodgers and Adams. I think Rodgers and Adams are gonna be okay. I think they're you know, mid level performance, but I don't expect great things out of the passing game. I like the run game a lot more. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I do like the running game more. Uh, top five, I think, is optimistic. It I is. think if it was one running back, then absolutely. Yeah. But the problem is, I think they're really going to be splitting Jones and Williams pretty evenly. Um, so I, I do like Williams as a high in flex. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jones, I think, is a solid RB2. Uh, obviously, they both have huge potential. We've yeah. seen it this season, especially Jones. He's been all over the map. Just get as four far touchdowns as in one game, no big deal. Um, yeah, so I, I think Jimmy Graham is a sneaky play this week. Typically, defenses that are stellar in the secondary are exposable to tight ends. Yeah, I and agree. I think Rodgers is going to feature Jimmy Graham this week. So yeah, the I hardest, like him more than Greg Olson. The hardest decision I had to make there was Olsen versus Graham. I think they're basically at the same level for me, except I just pick Olsen because he's not a Packer. But <laughs> You know, really I, I can understand your logic. It's really about it. Uh, these two teams... Give me the Packers. Give me the Panthers. Brendan. Panthers, Packers. Which one are you choosing? Let's see. I am going to go. Here, Brendan, before yes. you make your oh, decision. Boy. Oh, okay. come on. It is at Lambeau Field. At Lambeau Field. At Lambeau. You know what? That doesn't skew my uh There it is. My <laughs> decision at all. They're from yes, Carolina. I, they yeah. are not used to the cold. Oh, Get out of you haven't, you the haven't cold. heard my my They handled uh, hurricanes. <laughs> But I'm going with the Panthers, yes. so yeah. Christian yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah. That's all you gotta that's all you gotta say. I hope this is the only game we disagree on this week. I, I, I hope so too. It'll I come down to this one game on who's gonna be right. That's gonna be oh, so man. upsetting. I beat you by like three wins last week. And then if you win this one, oh my gosh. It would be a big one though. It's the Packers. Yeah. Well, it's That'd the make you feel so good if you beat me. Oh yeah, I feel great. Yep. yep. McCaffrey's uh, gonna run all over them. That's indisputable. It's going to be so. Next up, we have the Rams taking on the Steelers. Both teams disappointments this season, uh, but they both still have life. Starting with the Steelers, James Conner is questionable with the shoulder injury. It does look like it will it will be the James or wow, Jaden Samuels is that his name? Yeah, 
Jalen, Jalen Samuels show this week. He was productive last week. Mm-hmm. I think he can continue that. I agree. Uh, Benny yeah. Snell still not practicing. Uh, these other backup RBs really aren't practicing at all. So it, it will be Samuels alone in the backfield. Um, Mason Rudolph has been better than expected, but I'm not all that excited about Juju. No, nope. uh, Vance McDonald. Nope. The only person I'm starting Jalen Samuels. Absolutely. There you go. I mean, if you need to start Juju, yeah. I mean, you, I feel like you kind of have to start Juju. Yep. Yeah, you have to, but don't expect much from him this game. Yeah, no, I think he's a wide receiver three this game. If you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Rams defense. They're, they're pretty good. I mean, they're the 19th best. Well, they have Jalen Ramsey. They got Jalen freaking Ramsey yeah, that's, who came in. That's enough to yeah. make the sale. This stats is full for the full season, not you know right when Jalen Ramsey came to LA. So I think you know Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners in the game, gets Juju. That's a tough matchup right there. So yeah, I would make the case he is the top corner in the game. I I can make the case. I it's that or Stephon Gilmore, but yeah. I, like I think, he's, think he's right there. That's okay. Um, yeah, that sums up how we feel about the Steelers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was somewhat aggressive. That was like Miami Dolphins quick. Uh, over to the Rams side of the ball. Cooks is out with a concussion. Uh, you know, same old, same old. That's gross. Not, that's that's not too big of a deal because he really hasn't been featured much this year. So. Right, right. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm torn with Robert Woods and Josh Reynolds. Um, you know, the Rams O-line has been so bad this year that Goff is yeah. really featuring Cooper Cup and just a quick pass, yeah. Yeah, and there really has been a emphasis placed on Gerald Everett. You know, he's getting the targets. Last week was a disappointment for Everett. Um before their bye. Yeah, but before that, games, so he was heavily involved and he he's been taking touches away from uh Robert Woods. So, yeah. I love Cup this week. I really, yep. really like Everett this week. Um, yep. But yeah, between Woods and Reynolds, I I kind of default settings go to Woods because I've seen it before. I know him. Yeah. I think he's the better player, but I don't feel great about it. Um, and, and we saw that, that game that you were talking about two weeks ago before their bye. Reynolds outplayed Woods by so much. I mean, Josh Reynolds got three receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Robert Woods two receptions for 36 yards and that's against the Bengals. Yeah, no. And truly I, I do feel like this Rams team will be better, especially after a bye. So I, I have yeah. Robert Woods as a low end wide receiver, three high end flex Cooper cup, wide receiver one Everett, I think could finish the week as a top five tight end. Wow. Yeah, no, I, All I right. feel really good about him this week, especially the Steelers team can get after the quarterback so there's they're yeah. gonna need that quick passing uh with with cup and everett mm-hmm. um as far as running options i i really like todd Gurley. i wouldn't say i love it's him be- but he's a solid rb1 uh yeah. please 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 make sure you own malcolm brown malcolm brown returned to practice and it is a little messy henderson yep. daryl henderson played fantastic in Malcolm Brown's absence, but I do still think the hierarchy is Gurley, Brown, Henderson. So if you own Todd Gurley, make sure you own Brown. If you have the roster space, pick up Henderson too. You know, if, if Brown has shown he can get hurt, if it's the Daryl Henderson show, I think that's going to be a lot of fantasy football goodness for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I'm trying to think who else. I think that sums up the Rams. I'm not that excited about Goff this week. I think he's going to struggle no. against a good Steelers defense. Um, I don't think Me he's going to be terrible, but I don't think he's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got a feeling we'll talk about him later yeah, on. He'll be he'll be average. That's my expectation. Yeah. Uh, over to this. Yeah, I think we summed everybody up, yeah. honestly. Uh, I'm taking the Rams. The I'm also picking the Rams. All right. Next up, we have my personal oh, favorite man. this week. Oh, I'm nervous. Minnesota Vikings oh, taking man. on the Dallas Cowboys, also known as the Choke Bowl. Yeah. Give me the Heimlich because both these teams just struggle. They're not. They st- Cowboys aren't doing that bad. Uh, but you know what? Guess who Five lost to the three? Jets this season? That's a very good point, but they're still the top of their division. <laughs> they're still top of their division, so they're fine. Yeah, oh, uh, they're fine. I'm just saying. Both of these teams specialize in choking. Um, yeah. Starting with the Vikings, unfortunately, Adam Thielen is looking like he'll be out this week. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, you can't, you can't count on him. Uh, that does elevate Stephon Diggs. Um, I, I do think that elevates Kyle Rudolph as well. I think Kyle Rudolph goes, goes from, I don't want him anywhere near my lineup, to desperation tight end. I have him and Greg Olson in a similar vein this week. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because I have that too. I like Kyle Rudolph right up there with Jimmy Graham and, and Greg Olson, um, but I thought that was just my bias towards him, but that's okay. <laughs> the old man squad. The old man squad. Um, Yeah, with the Vikings, Dalvin Cook, you're starting him, no doubt about it. Other yeah. than that, is there anybody in the Vikings you're interested in? No B.B. Like, Johnson or like Josh Doxson? No. Laquan? No, just Diggs. <laughs> Just yeah, Diggs, Cook, um, and and Kyle Rudolph. Uh, it, I want to say Cousins, but it's 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 a tough yeah. matchup. Yeah. The Cowboys defense. This is going to be a very defensive game. Which defense is going to break first? So, which is why I'm really nervous for this game. Yeah, and honestly, this is fell a apart. This is I think going to be the toughest matchup all season for the Vikings because they're yeah. identical. You know, Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. They're both high-end game managers Elliot yep. and cook uh Diggs and cooper uh this mm. is a really evenly matched uh game i feel yeah um yeah so over to the cowboys side of the ball you love zeke you're starting him amari cooper yep. you're starting him if he if he's if healthy. he plays yeah if he plays um would you be starting dak prescott this week uh yeah he's too good not to start <laughs> He, he he's too good not to start. I mean, it, it it's not going to be his best week, um, but he's going to do better than when he played the Jets. That's for sure. Yeah, and the Vikings are beatable uh, on the back yeah. end, so I don't think that's yep. too much of a stretch. Um, yeah, Xavier Rhodes just can't perform like he used to. Michael oh. Gallup. I am not a huge fan of Gallup's. Uh, I'm curious as to how you feel. Yeah. So throughout the, the season, I, I like Gallup a lot. Um, cause uh, he, he does get the targets. Uh, but for a player like that, you kind of got to play matchup. And I think the Vikings defense is still good enough to where I, I'm not that comfortable starting Gallup. Um, but I, again, I, I could be biased towards this, but I like, I would look for other options. Yeah. The I'm Vikings saying. are going to give up a huge play. It's just a matter of who gets who, it who's between it be, Cooper yeah. and, and Gallup. Uh, I got a feeling it's going to be Cooper because I think 
yeah. Xavier Rhodes is going to be matched up against Cooper and Rhodes is not as good as he used to be. I don't. No. I could argue he's not even the best corner on the Vikings. So yeah, best corner is going to be matched up against Gallup. Um, I guess. Do you have any interest in Jason Witten? No. Yep, I'm right there with you. I do not okay. as well. Yeah, I, this is going to be a fun game, Andrew. I'll let you choose first. I. My heart says Vikings. I got to go Vikings. I can't. Yeah, you know what? It it hurts to go against the uh, like. I can't. It just hurts me too much to go against the Vikings. So yeah, you know, as much as I love to rag on the Vikings, yeah. You know what? I can't believe who's it. who's at home this week. Is it who, is it who's at home in no, it's Dallas. Dallas? Yeah, it's in Dallas. Give me Dallas. Okay. Oh jeez, that was questionable, but that's okay. I I don't really know. I I'm gonna similarly both to Andrew here. I I don't think I can go against the Vikings, but I think this is gonna be a it tough hurts. matchup. It's gonna be, but uh, I I'm still going with the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, which defense is gonna break? For me, it comes down to Vikings have one good wide receiver. Cowboys have two, and yeah. I think Prescott's a better quarterback. So I like the Cowboys. Who do boys? These, I mean, I, I've been cheering for the Cowboys all season because I, I have a lot of faith oh in my Dak, gosh. a lot of faith in Cooper. Andrew, you didn't even bring up the stat. The <laughs> – oh, never mind. I'm not, I read it wrong, but okay. Cowboys are ranked 7th in passing and ranked 11th in rushing. That's Vikings defense. defense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, both of those are the defense? Uh, Yes. Okay, so Vikings defense yep. is ranked 8th in passing and ninth in rushing. Cowboys yep. are ranked 7th in passing – and 11th in rushing. Yeah, so these teams what, are almost identical. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's very awesome. highly defensive game. Which defense is going to fall apart? Oh, and this I'm is going to be a shootout. Get very nervous, man. I'm very this, nervous. This isn't going to be defensive at all. Anyway, oh give God, me the boys. You guys are taking Vikings. That's absolutely fine. Every week we disagree on the Packer game and the Viking game. Yeah. So that's funny. That. Not really. I, I I picked the Packers last week against the Chargers, and then yeah, it's true. We burned. I learned you. my lesson. Never pick the Packers. Uh you know what? Next up, we have the Seattle the Seahawks taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. This is gonna be a really good game. This is a this is a division game for these guys. Awesome. High He's stakes. Awesome. Will the 49ers finally lose? I'm excited to watch this for a lot of reasons. Yeah. These are both really exciting, smart teams. So starting with the Seahawks, the Seahawks offense is ninth in passing yards per game. They, they pass a lot, yeah. They pass a lot, and they're eighth in the NFL in rushing yards per game. Gosh. So this is this is a highly effective offense. Yep. Russell Wilson is a master at his craft. Tyler Lockett, you're starting against a tough matchup. Yeah. Uh, just because that's who he He's is. More he can make reliable. He can make any catch on the field. Russell Wilson is a amazing passer. I think he's right up there with Aaron Rodgers as far as passing ability, making any pass. Yeah. Um, so I like Lockett this week. You're starting him. You're not overthinking it. The real question is DK Metcalf. Metcalf is on a tear lately. He he's been crushing been. it. Um, he leads all rookies in receiving yards with over 500. It, he's scored three touchdowns in the last two weeks. This guy's going places. Yeah. You know, he's. I was afraid he's going to turn into too much of a red zone option, but last week he was involved in every phase of the game: mm-hmm. the long plays, the short plays, contested catches, third downs, two point conversion. This might be a hot take. 
49ers have a fantastic defense. They're first in the NFL in passing yards allowed per game, which means they are the toughest matchup in the NFL. Best passing defense. Yeah, so I... That makes me nervous, but I don't think they've had to deal with the Tyler Lockett DK Metcalf no. combo. I so, could argue that that this Seahawks offense is the second best passing offense in the in the league. Honestly, I think they're right behind the Falcons. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, they do also get Josh Gordon this week. Yep. I don't think he'll be super involved, but that's another weapon for Russell Wilson. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's an embarrassment of riches in Seattle. Uh, As far as running, so I guess let's recap. Wilson, yes. Even in a tough matchup, you're starting him. Tyler Lockett, yes. Metcalf, a little more risky. Tougher tougher to decide. I would say yes. Yeah, I think he's a low-end wide receiver too. He's hot. Ride the fire. He's hot. Um, Josh Gordon, no. Don't start Josh Gordon. As far as the rushing game. Oh, there's one more receiver. That's a tight end. Jacob Hollister. Oh, man. Jacob Hollister. Like you said, tight ends usually do pretty good against um, passing good passing defenses because, you know, Russell Wilson might need to look for other options, and I think Hollister could be a good option. This is a bit of a risk because we don't know how well um, or I guess how featured Hollister is going to be against a tough passing defense, but I like it a lot. I like Hollister a lot this week. I say I like him over Greg Olson. So, wow, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Uh, I don't have as much confidence in him. He's targeted, uh, but I like. Yeah, him. I I can see where you take that leap. Um, yeah, no, that's that's good. Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Chris Carson of the Seahawks. Yeah, start him. Uh, that's it. I'm nervous. Yeah, you start him no matter what. Yep. You know, he's he's a stud, locked and loaded. Uh, especially in a bad bye week. But I think he's not going to perform very well. You know, I think this 49ers defense will be able to stop him. Uh, this defense was extraordinarily elite until it got torn up by Kenyon Drake. Yeah. But I, I think that was a flub on the 49ers part. So, I think they are this elite okay. defense. So, you know, they are 14th in the NFL rushing yards allowed per game with 103. I, I think they're better than that. I yeah. think they are going to be able to, it was, I'm not going to say shut him down, but I think Carson's going to struggle. It was less than 100 yards before Kenyon Drake. But my thought is, if Kenyon Drake can do it, Chris Carson can as well. And I think he could, I, I it's not going to be good. It's not going to be, he's not going <laughs> to, he's not going to finish top five. You know, you can argue if he's going to finish top 10. Um, but yeah, it's just a tough matchup. I like Carson enough to where I would expect some decent numbers, but I don't think he's going to have a terrible game is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Uh, yeah, that sums up the Seahawks yep. over to the 49ers side of the ball. I like Jimmy G uh-huh. Seahawks passing defense is 28th in the NFL. Yeah. Very generous passing defense. They give up on average 278 yards per game. Oof. Start up Jimmy G. Uh, Kittle is questionable. He did unfortunately suffer a injury in practice. So keep an eye on that going into the weekend. Yep. Um, Emmanuel Sanders has shown to be a master the at changing best teams. Best receiver at San Fran. Great right with now. the Steelers. Great with the Broncos. So far amazing with the he's 49ers. Been, yeah. I mean, he's only, he yeah. only played one game, but in that one game, seven receptions, 112 yards, and a touchdown. 
then again, that was against a Cardinals defense, which is not good at all, but they're at about the same level as the Seahawks. Seahawks is the fifth well, worst, it, and Cardinals are the fourth worst passing defense. Yeah, let me stop you right there. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, the Cardinals are a bad pass defense, but Patrick Peterson was covering Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, Patrick Peterson is a very good player, and Sanders burned him. So, you know, I I really like Sanders, um, and honestly, he performed better than I expected. Yeah. Uh, with this team. So I think Sanders is a high end wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside for sure. Other than Kittle, if he plays other than Sanders, other than Jimmy G, any receiver, any receiving option that you'd be interested in Debo Samuel, perhaps? No, no, I have no interest in any other receiver. I think that a player like Debo Samuel is rosterable. I don't think he's startable yet. Yeah, and and I do think one of these extra receivers will go off. Seattle is burnable, and I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, But I would not put my money on Debo. I would not put my money on Goodwin. Just don't play that game. One of those guys is going to go off, but I don't want to. I don't want to play that game of Russian roulette. Over to the running aspect of this 49ers offense, Tevin Coleman's a must-start. He burned you last week after his colossal performance yeah, uh, the week rough. prior. But honestly, even though he burned you last week, he's going to be involved. Yep. The Seahawks, you know, they are beatable on the ground. So play Tevin Coleman with confidence. It's a rough bye week and running back is rough as it is. So I think Coleman is a low end RB2. Yeah, I agree with you. And Matt Burita, I think how you can beat the Seahawks team is incorporating the pass catching running backs. And granted, Coleman can do that too, but not nearly as good as Burita. I think that's where Burita excels. I think Burita has a solid chance of 75 yards total and, total, and a okay. touchdown. I can see him getting a touchdown as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that. They do a really good job uh, of splitting time with Burita and Coleman. I mean, we saw it with the game against Arizona. 15 carries for Burita, 12 for Coleman, and just Burita did better that game i think that we can see the same split share and i they're both startable to me yeah and i think i think breed is the better player uh and in a game where i do think they are going to need to be a high octane offense to keep up with seattle i think they're going to need to utilize burita more uh, especially in that pass catching role uh these two teams seahawks versus 49ers i think the 49ers get their first loss of the season so let me just recap. We disagreed on the Packers-Panthers game. Then we disagreed on the Vikings-Cowboys game. I think we need a tiebreaker here. I'm going with the 49ers. They are going to be 9-0. and Let's go, 49ers, beating the Seattle Seahawks. Are you bragging about picking the undefeated team? <laughs> uh, I'm bragging about... it. Was, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm just excited that they're going to be 9-0. and they're nice. going to be 9-0. and <laughs> They're going to go undefeated. They're going to win the Super Bowl. That's too far. Wow. That's a joke. All right, Brendan. Uh, Seahawks, 49ers. Yeah. Wilson versus... Oh, I do want to point out before Brendan yeah. picks. Oh, jeez. I well, you forgot how breathtakingly handsome Jimmy Garoppolo is. Like, I was I was looking through the Yahoo roster, what? and <laughs> I clicked on... Is this on... supposed to influence our picks? No, no. This is unrelated. Okay. Okay. I, I okay. selected Jimmy G because I wanted to see, you know, 
his uh, rest of season schedule yeah. and his yeah. little avatar popped up and I was kind of took my breath away. He is a handsome dude. Hey, I can't argue with that. <laughs> is really that Matthew McConaughey? Oh, no, no, no. No, that's doing a disservice to Jimmy G. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, anyway, <laughs> onto the pick. Um, Keep that in mind that Jimmy Garoppolo is really good looking. I, you know, it's the top of my list. This is the exactly okay, what I'm that thinking. Be, yeah, yeah. It means he hasn't had to struggle. He doesn't know yeah. the struggle of the ugly man. It means that he's too good that he doesn't need to struggle. Yeah. He's so good. Too handsome. Um, so, yeah, despite, um, you know, the undefeatedness <laughs> of the 49ers, as much I would yeah. like to see the 49ers go 9-0, and or what? Yeah, 9-0. I, yeah, I I'm predicting the Seahawks for this game. All right, Ooh, that's fair. Yes, that's I fair. like it. If I'm going to be honest, I was going to pick whoever you didn't pick. That's a very but Andrew thing to do. Now yeah. that I picked the 49ers, I'm happy with it. That's good. Do you think that, real quick, do you think that the 49ers are the favorite in this game? I mean, I know like their record is better. But I don't think so. I think Wilson I think, is the MVP this the season. C- yeah, yeah, I would say Seahawks yeah. are, the, are the favorite. Go Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, we can finish out our preview with our weekly yays and nays. Yep. We only have one player in common this week in this category. Awesome. So. People are going to get a value here. Yeah. Uh, so I'll start with my first yay of the week. I am all in favor of Devin Singletary this week against yep. Cleveland. Cleveland hates tackling, and I think the strong defensive line of Cleveland will lead to a lot of passing game action for Singletary, where he excels. Uh, Cleveland gives up the 10th most uh, yards per carry in the NFL with 4.92 yards per carry. Almost five yards a carry. I think Devin Singletary will be able to exploit this turd being flushed down the toilet of a team. There you go. Give me Devin Singletary. Yeah, I agree with that. I wanted to go Singletary, but I think I picked Singletary last week as well. So I tried to mix it up a little bit. Uh, I went with Marlon Mack. Uh, and basically all I need to say is he's going up against the Dolphins, who gives up 150 rushing yards a game. So, yeah, that's really all I need to say. Marlon Mack at home. Nice. Short, sweet, to the point. Next up, I have Gerald Everett versus Pittsburgh. Losing Cooks will lead to Goff utilizing the short throws like we discussed. The way you beat a good defense through the air is a tight end position. Pittsburgh is the ninth most generous defense to opposing tight ends. Give me all the shares of Gerald Everett. I think he's a top five tight end this week. There you go. I'll do another tight end. I'll go Mark Andrews. Uh, he did have a rough couple weeks, but we saw what he did against the Bengals earlier this season. Got 99 yards, like six, seven receptions. Uh, I think he can do that again this week. Maybe a touchdown in there. Hopefully. My final yay of week 10 is David Montgomery versus Detroit. Ooh. It's going to be a cold game in Chicago. It should be a run-heavy game. The only person who likes Mitch Trubisky less than the fans of the NFL is the Bears. They're going to do everything they can to take the ball out of his hands and put it into Montgomery's hands. Uh, here's an interesting fact for you. Yeah. I we like were concerned facts. about the uh, split between him and Cohen. Yeah. In the last two games, Montgomery has 48 of the 62 touches in the backfield. Ooh. It's the Montgomery show. Tariq Cohen has become an afterthought. They're giving Montgomery the ball. And like I said, it's going to be a run heavy game plan. Uh, the Bears are going to want to take the ball out of Matthew Stafford's hands. Yeah. They're going to run it. The strength of this team is the defense and the run game. And here's another fun fact. Oh, we got Detroit. two fun facts. Well, it's not so much a fact. Okay. 
Detroit is the most generous defense to running backs this season. Another way of interpreting that, Detroit has given up the most fantasy football points to running backs this season. I like David Montgomery. Opportunity meets talent. There you go. Give me DeMont. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. Um, he's had a rough couple weeks. I think this is going to be a good bounce back game for him. Um, like we said earlier, Buccaneers passing defense is the second worst. They give up almost 300 yards a game in the air. Um, and I think Kyler Murray can also rush for a lot as well. So, yeah, I like Kyler Murray. I dig it. Next up, we Ooh, have the yeah, Nays of the a Week. Nay that's similar? Ooh. Ooh, we do have a Nay that's similar. Uh, I have a tree peat okay. <laughs> of running backs this week for my Nays. Oh. Starting out, we'll do the one we share, Joe Mixon. Yeah. Joe Mixon is facing Baltimore. <laughs> he has terrible. a new quarterback. It is a matchup versus a blitz-happy Ravens defense who terrorize rookie QBs and have historically. The Ravens and the Patriots are notorious for stealing the souls of young quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. This Ravens defense only allows 71.4 rushing yards per game. That is the 23rd harshest matchup in the NFL. They're going to shut down the run. They're going to shut down the pass. Like I predicted, the Bengals are going to just go home. And I think Cincinnati might give up on their football team just in general. Yeah. And this will be the game that causes it. No thank you, Joe Mixon. I agree with that. Yeah, like you said, the Ravens give up uh, on average 83 yards a game, and the Bengals only rush for 59 and a half yards a game. So the, those are not good odds for Joe Mixon there. Uh, my next nay is Juju Smith. Juju Smith-Schuster. Going uh, matching up against Jalen Ramsey on the Los Angeles Rams, um, I just that's a terrible matchup. The Rams defense is really good. Jalen Ramsey, one of the best corners in the game, like we talked about. Um, yeah, I think that that Mason Rudolph's gonna have to look elsewhere throwing. My next nay is Chris Carson versus San Aww. Francisco. Oh boy, this is a harsh take. I'm not saying bench him. Joe Mixon was a bench, easy. Yeah. Chris Carson, don't bench him. But I think Don't he's going to disappoint you. This week. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to struggle against this good defense. And historically, he has struggled this season against top uh, the top 10 rushing defenses. Yep. So, for example, against Pittsburgh, he scored 7.7 points. Pittsburgh is 26th uh, most difficult. New Orleans is the 31st most difficult, uh, as in a hard matchup. He only had 4.2 points against New Orleans. Baltimore, 23rd. He only had 7.4, and he did a good job last week against Tampa Bay, the 30th um, harshest matchup, and 12.3 points. So that's a less than subpar uh, experience from Chris Carson. You know, 7, 4, 7, 12, and those are against good uh, rush defenses. Yeah, some of them so are. I do think he'll be fine. Uh, he won't disappoint you, but he's not going to have a blow-up game. I think it's realistic to have him... S- I think you can see seven to 10 points this week. Nice. I I disagree mainly because I like Chris Carson too much. Um, But yeah, I can see where that's very reasonable. Here's another little tidbit for you. 
Uh, San Francisco is the 29th hardest matchup versus running backs this season. Right in the and middle. that was skewed because of Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Up until then, it was the second most difficult, only behind yeah. the Patriots. Well, but before uh, they, I, before Kenyon Drake, before that game, uh, the 49ers were averaging, the defense was averaging less than 100 rushing yards allowed per game. So, Yeah, and here's another fun tidbit for you. The... Uh, San Francisco has not allowed a single receiving touchdown to running backs oh. this season, and they've only allowed two rushing touchdowns this season. Wow. It's week 10. That, <laughs> yeah. that stats you expect those, like week three or four. Yeah, those numbers do not favor Chris Carson. Mm. Start him, but don't expect a there lot. You go. Well, I'm going to go along the lines of start him. Well, I'm just going to go along <laughs> the lines of don't expect a lot. Uh, I, my last name is Jared Goff against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Steelers defense is actually pretty good. Um, they, they're they the 10th best secondary, so it's the 10th hardest matchup uh, to go against. They average only 228 passing yards per game. Um, Jared Goff, without Brandon Cooks, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to get the win. I don't think he's going to be... I don't. I don't think he's going to do well for fantasy. Is all I'm saying. I think that it's going to be more of the uh, the run game. Yeah, that is solid. I get you. Uh, my final name of the week is David Johnson. Once again, it's not a bench situation, yeah. but you know, figure out your expectations. The Buccaneers have the best rush defense in the NFL, and they only average. 3.4 yards per carry allowed to opposing running backs uh, coming off of his injury, sharing the load with Drake. I think this is going to have to be a pass happy game as well in order to keep up with the Buccaneers. Uh, I like David Johnson more than Kenyon Drake. I think David Johnson is a fine RB two this week, but he's not going to do it on the ground. If he does have value, it'll be through the air. Yeah. Temper your expectations for DJ. Well put. That sums up our week 10 preview. Thank you all so much for listening. If you did appreciate our insights or even just enjoyed listening to us talk, please leave a positive review for us on whatever platform you're using to listen. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And that's what motivates us to keep coming out week after week and you know, doing what we can to help out in any way we can. Thank you all. Have a wonderful week 10 and we'll see you next week.